Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, it's the president and founder of FlexScreen. It's Joe Altieri. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. So, so glad to be here. I should point out that, uh, you know, when our friend that's listening to us uh, goes to FlexScreen.com, they're going to see you're a Shark Tank brand. So we are. I'll have you, well, let's, let's have you first kind of talk about just generally what Flex Screen is. Uh, and then uh, I'll have you, I'd love to have you talk about maybe the Shark Tank experience, but whenever we get to that. Sure. Yeah. So Flex Screen is the first and only flexible window screen. So um, as crazy as it sounds, yes, we, we are, our window screens flex. So, um, you know, typical window screens are made out of painted aluminum, which yeah, they're horrible. They're, they're terrible. You know, they're hard to get in and out. They damage really easy. Uh, our screens are, are the opposite of that. So very easy to get in and out. Um, you, you can run them over with your car, put them right back in your window. Uh, so kind of a cool pro- product. I hope that everybody go- logs on, at least checks it out online. We have a lot of cool, fun stuff. We throw them off of buildings and throw stuff at them and and have a lot of fun trying to destroy our screens. Um, uh, the good news is we haven't been able to. So, But uh, but yeah, so we uh, that, that's, that's what our product is. So where did the idea, I mean, the I mean, okay, let me ask it this way. Why are we still doing the dumb aluminum screens, which are a pain in the butt? And like, you know, and then a lot of times, like you you have to, like if, if you as a consumer, we're going to talk about the B2B component here in a moment, but, you know, the generally like the, the, the problem is like, if you have a screen that goes bad, then you have to go to the store and then you have to custom make it yourself, um, you know, which we've, and it's it's a hassle. It's It's a nightmare to do. So why are we still using aluminum frames? What's the advantage? There really is no advantage other than we've been doing it for a hundred years. Um, that that's really what what uh, that's really what's happening right now. Um, you know, metal window screens with a rubber spline, which is probably what you have on your house today. They were invented in 1907, so well over a hundred year old technology, uh, and it's just been around forever. And there hasn't been an alternative uh, up until up until flex screen. So. Um, yeah, and and you know we're growing very very quickly, um, so we're hoping over the next couple of years those those go by the wayside. But um, but for right now, uh, if if and from our side, if somebody wants to um, replace those ugly screens, uh, we actually make them all custom size. So you actually go on, you you measure, and and then they they get delivered to your house. So a yeah. um, lot different than going down to the hardware store, trying to have one made, then you take it back and it doesn't fit or whatever the case may be, um, mm-hmm. or it doesn't match, you know, it's a different color, you know, all that, that fun stuff. So, but yeah, they, are, so- they are a pain in the butt. They really are. Yeah. So you have this, so, so you had the idea and then obviously you got to like, okay, well, how do I get this thing made? 
Yeah. And, and so this was a, uh, a hobby in my garage, you know, about 10, 12 years ago, I cleared out a little spot in my garage, you know, told my wife that um, her SUV, SUV would be parked in the driveway for just a week or two. Um, two years later, um, I came out with this, uh, this prototype and I happened to be in the window and door industry. And so I, that, you know, that's one of the lucky things. I didn't invent something that was in the auto industry where I didn't have any contacts, you know, things like that. But I showed it off to to some people in our industry, and they went crazy for it. And so, uh, you know, we you know, went from prototype to our first unit being made in a little over a year, um, which is crazy fast um, for, especially for a you know really an independent. I, I had some some investors, but but you know there weren't a lot of people helping to get this developed. Um, so. But but yeah, so we started manufacturing about eight years ago in our Pittsburgh uh, location. Now there's seven um, flex screen manufacturing plants across uh, North America. Wow! Yeah, well, that's great. And and how did you? Uh, so again, talk talk about the. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. So when you when, again, when our friend goes to uh, flexscreen.com, um, they'll they'll see they'll see some clips of of you and Shark Tank. Uh, how did the Shark Tank thing come about? So. Uh, from the um, man, about a year and a half in, what we realized was that you know the old technology had been around for so long. We were battling, you know, trying to get people to understand what a flexible window screen was, and um, we we needed to get to that to the end users. Um, and we didn't have millions of dollars for a Super Bowl ad, so we started yeah. really going heavy in social media um, and started doing like the fun clips and and you know just some crazy stuff. And Shark Tank actually found us. We didn't know apply on the show. Um, oh my yeah, gosh! It's, it's kind of a cool thing. They they only do this for for two or three companies uh, a year, where they actually reach out and say, "We saw what you're doing. We saw your product, and we'd like you to be on the show." And so we thought it was a joke. Um, you know, I thought it was one of my buddies giving me a hard time. You know, that you know, we got a, a voicemail and an email from somebody that says that they were, you know from Shark Tank. And, and one of the things you hear as an inventor all the time is you should go on Shark Tank. You should go on Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, I thought that this was, I thought it was a joke. And then we got a, a follow-up phone call the next day and it came up Sony pictures on the caller ID. And I was like, Oh, well, either somebody's going really far for this joke or, <laughs> uh, or it, this is real. And so, yeah, they, um, you know, from the first time they contacted us six weeks later, I was filming in, in LA. So crazy, crazy. Yeah. Experience. And how did, how did, what ended up happening? So we got a deal with Lori Grenier. So we actually had a couple of the sharks fight over us. Um, uh, Barbara, oh, always a good situation. Always a good situation. <laughs> yeah. So um, Barbara dropped the F bomb when I chose Lori, which is really cool because it ended up being one of the, um, the biggest uh, clips of the whole season, you know, on ah. YouTube and stuff like that, because, you know, of course they had to bleep it out and, um, but they couldn't, they couldn't like eliminate it because of where it was in the segment, you know? And so it, it was really a cool, cool experience, but yeah, we had Mr. Wonderful Barbara and, and Lori all battling for, for us, which is, which is surreal. Even thinking back now, it's still humbling and, and totally surreal that, that we, that that happened. Yeah. So, so tell me about a little bit more about your organization now and like what it takes and um, distribution. Um, sounds like you're, what we, do you, you obviously you sell at the website. Are, are you in the retailers? Yeah. So we're, we're in Home Depot and we're working on, you know, the other big box um, companies. 
Uh, most of our Come business, on, Lowe's, get yeah, on it. Yep, yeah, Lowe's, you know, Menards, you know, um, we're we're working on uh, Walmart and Amazon as well. So we'll, you know, uh, we uh, we started with Home Depot. Um, we were kind of friends with Home Depot, and and so mm-hmm. you know gave them a little head start. But but yeah, we're we're branching out into the other ones um, here um, as as well. But most of our business is selling B2B. So we sell to window manufacturers. So every window that gets sold in the US has a window screen on it. And so we wow. that's most of our most of our business. And that's also why we have such a large manufacturing presence. We, we're a just-in-time supplier. So a window manufacturer sends us orders on Monday. Uh, some in some cases, they need those orders on Tuesday for the windows that they're producing on Wednesday. Um, so we have to be geographically wow. close to to our, um, to our customers. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I I guess at this point then, um, when you are looking to, is it obviously, you know, you're reaching out to the manufacturers, like how do you build those relationships? How do you deepen those relationships and how do you move them toward a deal? Like, what what are you observing? So, um, you know, for us, a, a lot of it is, um, you know, uh, creating the value with, with our product, right? And, and that's what that's been the that's been the the task for the last several years, right? Is is going out and and trying to get the homeowners to want our product, which then ends up with pull through demand. Um, and of course, Shark Tank helps all of those types of things. Like we have we have um, window manufacturers that contact us now. They're like, you guys are the Shark Tank company, the Shark Tank screen, right? Our customers yeah. want, you know, our homeowners want that screen. So that's that was a the the biggest challenge through the years. Um, especially with a mature market, you know, the window and door industry is not quick to move. They're, they're not quick to change. Um, and, you know, you, again, you have hundred year old technology that has been embedded in the, the culture of our industry. And so we've, we've had to really uproot that. And so we did everything different. I, I don't know how else to say it, but our, our industry is very suit and tie, um, t-shirt and jeans, right. The, the baseball cap, all of us, like we went anti, we, we did absolutely yeah. everything different. We're, we're sitting in, um, a studio in in our office, which is one of the largest um, spaces in our office, so that we can do things like this. Because our industry isn't doing things like this. Um, we purchased a digital marketing company to try to get our our word out. So again, these types of things, um, we had to go. We couldn't do it the same way that everybody else was doing it. We had to go. We had to go different, um, and it's proven to to work well. Uh, we're even changing our business model, um, you know, very recently. Uh, and and I, I'm sure that your your listeners will appreciate this. You know, we uh, we've been relying on our manufacturing presence, which is very painful to grow. Right. So you have to open up. a. It costs us millions of dollars to open up a, a new manufacturing location, hire the right people, all of those types of things. Scaling. We can grow, but true scaling is difficult and painful. Um, we worked with a an equipment manufacturer who who has developed a fully automated um, line to make flex screens, um, and they they uh, launched it earlier this year. We have our our first one is in our location here in, in our Pittsburgh um, manufacturing location, and through that we've actually started licensing our technology to window manufacturers. So now we can scale. We can scale without the pain and the capital investment that that yeah. you know, we're we're having our customers make that capital investment for us, and then we're just getting mailbox money. Um, that's that's huge. Um, it's it's a true game changer for us to to the point where we're making millions of screens a year. By this time next year, the licensees that have the window manufacturers that have already signed up 
will be making more window screens than we are today. Um, it's yeah. huge. It's, it's a huge change. Well, and so I was going to ask you about um, with something like this, uh, obviously my brain goes to intellectual property and like yeah. how you protect it, how you license it. Um, how, what is that world like? Um, it, it is. So first of all, we have, uh, I think we're up to 13 patents now. Um, and we, you know, we spend a lot of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on our IP attorneys. And so, you know, both, you know, domestic as well as worldwide, uh, you know, we're, we've actually signed up um, a company in Europe. So we're going to be, you know, coming into to Europe here um, soon. But the licensing side of it is, um, again, first of all, you have to have the right attorney so that they can give you good advice. You can't just download something off of Google and, and say, Hey, here's a licensing agreement. And I'm, that's what I'm going to use. You have to, you have to be really careful about protecting yourself. But, you know, with that, within our um, agreements, you know, we have things like non-competes, you know what I mean? So that they yeah. can go out and, you know, yes, we have patents, but we also don't want somebody, you know, that we're signing up and giving the keys to the kingdom, showing them how to, to use our, our product. Um, we don't want to, we, we don't want them to go out and say, oh, here's a, a way around the patent, but I, so I'm going to sneak around it this way. Nope, you can't compete with us. You know, if you sign up to be a licensee, you can't compete with our product. Um, mm -hmm. So, so again, things, things like that. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously there's then the concern of the, you know, the cheap knockoffs are made, you know, and, you know, someplace yeah. else. And then, you know, again, kind of sold uh, marketplaces. Like, uh, do you have to watch Amazon or like, how do you watch for, well, I guess that's your IP attorney's job. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, really what, what we have learned is don't get any, don't make the investment in IP unless you're willing to make the investment and fighting for it as well. Um, it's just that simple, uh, you know, and so so we have a we have a war chest that that, you know, we have kind of set aside for future IP protection. Like, I, I don't know yeah. how else to put it. Like, it's you know, we say, hey, if somebody rips us off, we're going to war and and we're we're going to make sure that we do absolutely everything possible because we've seen it, um, you know, we, through Shark Tank. We have a lot of people that reach out to us, a lot of inventors, a lot of business people, things like that. And they're like, hey, we have a patent, but this person is, you know, this person's violating it like sue them. I, you have no choice. You have to like, you, you don't, you can't be nice. You know, you sure you can send yeah. some cease and desist. You have to sue them. Well, that's going to be really expensive. Well, then I don't know why you spend $30,000 on a patent if you're not going to protect it. Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to be mean, you know what I mean? But that's just what it is. Like that's your asset. That's the law. <laughs> yes. That's um, why we have intellectual property law <laughs> yes. laws on the book. <laughs> Yeah. And, and there's just, there's no shortcuts around something like that. You have to, you have to go through and you have to do what the, what the law says to do. Um, and, you know, hopefully you prevail at the end of this, but, but we've all, we all know that there's cases out there where big companies are just, they just say, you know what, fine, sue us, we'll outspend you. And, mm. and that's, that's, you know, it's dangerous for small companies, um, yeah. you know, like, like we are. Um, mm. and, and I, I do think that there needs to be some reform and I'm not, I'm not an advocate or an, 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 I, I, that's not who I am. I'm not an activist rather. Um, but there are, there are, um, you know, organizations out there that will help small companies. Um, and, and they're also advocating for, for change in some of the patent laws because it, because it is a thing. I mean, you could spend millions and millions of dollars as a small company and, you know, not see an end in sight trying to defend your patent. And so, but you have to do it. You, you just have to. Uh, there likely is a pretty great opportunity for leaders within the window 
Yeah, with the door and window industry. And uh, so on your website, uh, the, you know what I like about it is, again, you can go to flexscreen.com. Uh, obviously, it's consumer facing. Uh, but, uh, you know, to our friends who are in the industry here, uh, there's a couple of links you're probably going to want to pay attention to. Do you mind maybe talking about that path or, you know, for someone that um, wants that competitive advantage? And what a differentiator. You know, it's like, you know, if I, you know, if as a consumer, when I see a product and it's bundled with this, I'm like, well, that's far superior. What a differentiator, uh, you know, if you're in that space uh, to kind of get ahead of all the other door and manufacturing or, you know, all the other door and window manufacturers, um, you know, you're going to make them look like old timey. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's exactly it. We, you know, one of the things that we realized early on is that we had to give those those companies that wanted to be the the ones that that used our product as a differentiator. We had to give them the, them the ammunition, right? We yeah. had to we had to educate them on how to sell our product. Um, and and I see that a lot of times with with companies where they are it is an, an ingenious product. It is something different. It is something that I would want if I was a homeowner. But somebody has to educate me. And and that has to be the person who's trying to sell me the the bigger product. You know, in our in, in our instance, it's a window, right? So the people that are selling the windows need to understand my product well enough that they can educate the homeowner who's ultimately making that buying decision. And so so we do that. You know, we 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 have um, done absolutely everything possible. Hey, here's all of the features and benefits. Um, we've we have videotaped. Um, because a lot of windows are sold in the home, right? So somebody comes, knocks on the door. Hey, I'd like to sell you windows. And, and they, you know, you invite them in. And so I did a whole um, video pitch on how to sell our screen, um, you know, 20 minutes. Now, again, window manufacturer, you know, window people aren't going to spend 20 minutes talking about a screen. But I did it as if I'm talking to the homeowner so that these sales guys can take little bits and pieces of that and, um and use it in their sales pitch to help them differentiate because we we are still a, a relatively new product in, in our industry. Um, you know, a lot of the really really large window manufacturers don't don't carry our product, so it is a great way of differentiating um, for the companies that that want to use it in that way. Um, to, yeah. to your point, it's people people are buying white rectangles. That's what people buy in the United States when they buy windows. They buy white rectangles. How do you make your white rectangle stand out from somebody else's white rectangle? Well, flex screen's a great way of doing that. Um, but I have, to, I have to help them understand how that does help them to, to differentiate. Now, hopefully, you know, in the, in the coming years, that switch happens where now it's like, oh, everybody has to have this because everybody has it. You know, that's, that's what we're, we're moving towards is, you know, the, as the snowball gets bigger, then you know now it, it isn't a differentiator. Now it's I we have to have just to keep up with you know our competition. Mm. Awesome. All right, your website flexscreen.com is both both consumer website and again for retailers, manufacturers, partners. Uh, get involved because <laughs> guess what? I just sent this to my wife. I texted it while we were talking and she responded back with yes, with five S's and two exclamation points. Because <laughs> we had a nightmare with her office uh, trying to replace that screen. I'm like, this sucks. So yeah, this is really great. Well, Joe uh, Altieri, again, uh, the uh, founder, president, uh, your website, one last time, flexscreen.com. Uh, anything else that you'd recommend for someone that's listening to this episode in terms of like next steps, what they do? 
Well, first of all, um, it, you know, if, if anybody does have questions, anything like that, I would love to, you know, um, answer. Um, you can reach me through through our website. Um, you know, we're we're here to help. But um, yeah, I mean, if, if you're if you're new to the entrepreneur world, um, man, I love it. I, I I'm a passionate entrepreneur. Go out there, get started. You know, do do your thing. Listen to all of the the great podcasts and the the, the great shows like like yours. Um, you know, get get educated, but then jump in. You know, jo- yeah. join us. All right, Joe Altieri, president and founder of FlexScreen, found on the web at flexscreen.com. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.